Rose Radio Show with Source. He tumbles it forward. It's going to come through. Source Jacobs, what a goal. And Tomo. Massive week in football. Massive show on Triple M. Good morning to you, Crows fans. This is the Crows Radio Show with Source and Tomo. And we start with the main man. 208 games to his name. Three-time showdown medalist. Absolutely took the pit. Now, I said best and fairest before. <laughs> should have won one. Should have, a, have a gold jacket. Semi jackets. Hello, mate. Well, first of all, mate, thanks for having me on this Sunday morning. But, uh, I'll, I'll take the BNF. Yeah. We, we did talk Robbed. about the uh, the BT story. I oh, know. Was it BT? The Danny Frawley story once. Yeah. That's about, true. Uh, he got introduced as a as the St. Kilda team of the century. Back pocket. And just owned it. And vice captain <laughs> as well. I think for a decade, JB introduced him as that. And just said, uh, oh, thank you very much, Jim. Very, very funny Triple M audio, that. Very, very funny. <laughs> Oh, man. Now, what are we uh, doing this morning? Because I don't have the run sheet in front of me, but you do, Saucy. Yeah, a little bit more organised than yourself, mate. But, uh, no, we've got James Borlase on, who's oh, yeah. uh, we love we love chatting to him. Obviously played his third game yesterday as well. And he uh, started, really, uh, started his footy career really well uh, against the Gold Coast a couple of weeks ago. And, mate, is it, if, if he's not the most... Nah. Way up Talented there. family you, oh. you've ever heard of. So doing some research, yeah. his old man played 240-odd games for Port Adelaide, yep. and then his mum involved... Uh, 70, 70 international games for the netball. Incredible. But his sisters as well, we had yeah. no idea about doing some research, yep. so I'm looking forward to that conversation. Yeah, it is. It's a really good chat. Uh, we've got Timmy Cook, who's uh, an absolute character. So the current uh, Adelaide Crows physio, one oh, yeah. of them, uh, former player and just an all-round, uh, all-round good guy and character, which yep. is a good laugh. Speaking about all-round good guys and characters, uh, a retirement this week that has yeah. really, really touched the... Uh, well, it, it really has touched Crows fans and Crows players and anyone associated with the footy club in Paul Seisman. Absolutely, mate. And, and people can have a big impact without having, you know, 250 games and all Australians yeah. and that sort of stuff. Cedo was certainly a guy who had a big impact on the club and, mm. and the playing group especially. And for him to unfortunately go out this way is is really, really unfortunate and really sad for him and his family. But... Um, health-wise, it's it's the best decision, and hopefully we don't see him, uh, you know, completely give up on footy. Hopefully yeah. we see him around the place a bit more. If you haven't seen or heard the retirement speech, we're going to play it out in its entirety uh, later on this hour as well, and we're going to give a bit of a member update. Is that right, Saucy? Yeah, so it's members round, so uh, I guess yeah, today's sort of the the end of. The members round, so uh, we, we talk a bit about that and about, uh, I guess, the good areas and, and how well that's going at the moment. AFLW just around the corner as well, the kickoff very it shortly. Doesn't, doesn't stop, does it, Tomo? Nah, not at all. Let's get going. I like the look of this young boy, Saucy. Uh, Played some good footy. He's done his uh, apprenticeship, I think it's fair to say, in the Sandville team over the last three years. He got his debut game against the Gold Coast Suns, and uh, he joins us right now, James Borlas. Morning, James. Morning, thanks for having me on. Uh, mate, thank you for, for jumping on board. Mate, let's start with um, with your footy. Your old man played 240-odd games with four flags uh, in the in the Sandville, mate, for the Port Adelaide Football Club, and now you're playing for the for the Crows. How did all that come about? Um, well, I'm not sure Dad played enough, um, enough games by... Uh, you need to play 200 by a certain date, and I'm not sure he played enough by that date. So... Um, and considering I was born in Egypt, um, I fell under the Crows Next Generation Academy. And because I was zoned to, to Sturt, which was zoned to the Crows, I, I fell under fell under that. Um, and yeah, the Crows reached out and I was able to do some academy stuff um, in my juniors and then um, onto, the, onto the list as a, as a rookie B. So 
that's how it kind of all eventuated, I guess. Now, Boz, we've just sort of skimmed over the fact you were born in Egypt. Yeah, can on. you can you talk to us about this? Your dad's obviously played a, a ton of footy for the um, for Port Adelaide. Your mum's played netball for Australia, and you're born in Egypt. Where does where does this fall into things? Was it on a holiday or what was the? Um, so dad was working, um, as a commodity trader on the wheat board. So, yep. um, he, gr- he grew up on a farm, um, uh, just west of Sejuna. Yeah. Um, so he's always been involved in, you know, farming and wheat and agronomy and all that sort of stuff. So that was his job. Um, and he was, we were over in Egypt for, I think two years. Um, and then, you know, I was, I was born over there and then shortly after we uh we we came back and lived in melbourne for a couple of years and then eventually settled in adelaide when i was about four or five so egypt to yeah, melbourne a is a, a hell of a move wow, that's it? incredible yeah, yeah. do you, do you yeah. remember anything being in egypt or what's no i wasn't there for very long after after i was born i remember i remember a bit of melbourne but um yeah not nothing nothing of egypt but i'd actually love to get back there one day yeah just, you know see 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 where it all happened i guess so do you yeah. do, do you follow your roots? Do they play sport in Egypt? Are you on the uh, e- Egypt national teams and that sort of stuff? No, no. I know. I know Mo Salah's a, a, as a good soccer player from from <laughs> Egypt, but uh, no, I, I don't. I don't quite follow uh, what happens there at the moment. Oh, it's incredible, mate! Incredible. Uh, now, mate, moving back on to footy. Um, obviously, really exciting to get the opportunity a couple of weeks ago to to make your debut, and obviously, we worked together in the SANFL, and you've 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 had a really good, strong um, block of form the last couple of years, and. You've probably felt ready, and and you had a bit of a seamless transition. Did you feel like you were ready to play AFL footy when that opportunity came? Um, well, I've I played a, a number of sample games over the last couple of years, as you mentioned, um, which I felt I felt has prepared me well. You know, um, uh, Godzi and uh, Marco and Homshi, the uh, couple of coaches I've worked with, have you know made sure that I've been ready, um, and also playing on Texan Fog um, every training session. I feel like is. Uh, Held me in good stead. Um, you know, I felt felt like I was ready for a bit there, so it was uh, it was good to get out there and um, get the win with the boys. What was the um, the main takeouts and the differences at the level there, James? For you, the step up, mate. Um, obviously, uh, the pace was uh, a lot quicker. There was a you know first, literally first play of the game, I was on Casbold and he got a quick hit up on me, and that was kind of like a far out. I got to um, I got to be on. My... After that, you know, after this. In the second quarter, I kind of, um, you know, started feeling a bit more comfortable and adjusted to the pace. Um, so, and obviously the skill, the skills are a bit better as well. Um, but you know, it's 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 I, 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 um, in the twos uh, I, at match sim on um, main training day. So. Um, I, I felt like I adjusted to the pace all right. Well, you did, mate. I think you had seven or eight touches in the first quarter as well, which is always nice. Now, mate, away from footy, uh, obviously um, old scholar as well. What you doing much away from footy at the moment or sort of just, just putting your time into footy? Um, I'm studying um, commerce at Adelaide Uni, so I go in there on a Tuesday Arvo um, sort of, I guess. Yeah, awesome. So mum, mum was pretty keen for me to... Uh, to get starting, I didn't really do much in my first two years, so I've kind of just started doing that now. Um, so yeah, just a two hours on a Tuesday, Arvo. Um, and then I'm quite into my golf. I was a member at um, Mount Osmond Golf Club last year. Yeah, cool. And then um, this year, I've I've moved over to Future Golf, and uh, yeah, playing maybe once a week um, where I can. So. Um, yeah, that's a bit of what I do outside of footy, I guess. Boz, I reckon you'd hit the bloody bit. The <laughs> shoulders your size for a twenty-year-old. You must have it. Give it a fair old whack. Well, the funny thing is, um, I, I'm known to have a bit of a 
a smooth tempo swing rather than just trying to get, can't get be the right. cover off it. No, I, I sometimes I like to get after it, but most of the time I'm I'm a bit more tempo town. Finesse, <laughs> finesse. No, we like that. And mate, just finally, uh, we we've touched on your parents as well being sportsmen, but obviously your sister's playing for the Lightning as well. Yeah. Uh, what a talented family this is, Tomo. So uh, do you get along and support each other and, and all that sort of stuff as well, mate? Yeah, so um, Izzy, Izzy played last year yeah, with the Lightning. And um, yeah, I got along to uh, maybe three quarters of the home games that, I, um, that she played in Adelaide. Um, went over to Melbourne when she made her, made her debut. Um, so that was good to get over there. But um, yeah, she's just come back from uh, Spain, played in the uh, uh, under-19s under Australian squad called the, called the Gems, I think. So yeah. I think they ended up, uh, ninth overall over there, which was a bit disappointing for them, but um, I think she went pretty well. And then um, my my older sister Ella also um, she does ocean boat rowing for Glenelg. Um, and then of so course she, she does. She was up. Uh, she was up in did Aussies in uh, Queensland, and then also I think went to New Zealand for for their because um, her her crew got voted the or got picked to be the. Australian crew for that, so I, I didn't get over there, but um, she did, I think she went pretty well over there as well. Me and my family can't run a bath school. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously. I oh, know, mate. It's good. I've got I've got three three little girls, and mate, they love watching your sister play basketball and all that. So we'll be there watching uh, watching this year as well, mate. So mate, awesome. Thanks for the chat, and it's great to hear a bit all about your family. Yep, no worries. Thanks for having me on, guys. Cheers, Buzz. Bloody hell, uh, Saucy. Some exciting news that come out of Crows headquarters throughout the week with the Adelaide Crows paid-up members. I think we're at a record high, are we not? We are, mate. It's been a, it's been a great year. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, a massive applause to the uh, to the Crows membership base. So yeah. 66,593 paid-up members, mate. Huge. So it's, uh, especially off the back of COVID, you know, we saw a couple of weeks ago, we got above 50,000 at Adelaide Oval again, mate. So... Um, obviously that we had the COVID plan to, yeah. to come out of that, mate, and it's been been fantastic and it's led by none other than our members. So we're very fortunate the Crows to have such a strong membership base. They continue to roll up, rain, hail or shine, win or loss, and uh I guess they uh they show with their feet how much the club means to them. And I think we can touch on that as well because it is a very, very unique membership base in terms of where you can support your team at Adelaide Oval, as you'd know, Saucy. Yeah. Fifty odd thousand in there rocking. It yep. feels like something else, no doubt, with you being out in the middle of the ground. I'm just a punter in the stands and yep. I can feel it, so it must be immense for you. No, absolutely, mate. And it's um I guess the 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 membership sort of changed over time you know it used to just be about your 11 home game members and yeah. now the way life's going and you know you need to cater for everyone so um we got obviously lots of different membership types um and 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 people interstate people overseas yep. they, everyone wants to watch their crow so no, nah, mate, we're very lucky to get a lot of support um, nationwide from from all our members. And the other thing as well, if you do get involved or you're looking to get involved even next year in 2024, you may as well jump on board because the perks off-field is quite extraordinary with the official member partner in RAA. Yeah, it is, mate. And and there's obviously plenty of giveaways. We saw yesterday there was 22 members on the over who have, t- who have attended 11 home games, had oh, the yeah. opportunity to go on, on ground and get their Guernsey from, from a player as well, mate. But... Um, the more appreciation as a club, the, the the more we can give back to the members is, is always worthwhile. They're there 
they're the heartbeat of the club and that's yeah. what's uh, going to continue us driving us forward and they're going to obviously you know when we move in our new facility a, a big part of it is going to be based around members and getting them back to training and, and watching the watching the boys prepare to play on the weekends a lot of perks involved in the membership in 2023 as there will be in 2024 as well you know there's uh, Toyota service vouchers like I said the RAA travel vouchers merchandise and the one on one ability that you can have with the players as well it really is quite incredible saucy yeah it is mate and that's what the members want they want that real one-on-one stuff um and then mate on on the back of that obviously our, our last home game was done last night yep. but uh, aflw season's close around so, the corner uh we look forward to uh we look forward to welcoming everyone along to to norwood and unley oval this year to, to cheer on the girls and um hopefully uh hopefully have some more success there well said saucy for all the information head to afcmembership.com.au and we will see you in 2024 Pretty emotional week this week down at uh, the Adelaide Footy Club headquarters. Saucy, I think everyone's seen the vision of uh, Paul Seedsman retiring yep. and um, the speech that he uh, he prepared and uh, and went through. And it takes a lot of courage to do that, no doubt. Yeah, absolutely, mate. It's uh, it's one of those tough things in footy is retirements. You know, even when people have had great careers, it's sad to see him go. But then it's also on the other side, it's hard to see guys who who weren't able to fulfil their fulfill their career because you know they've been hindered by injuries and there's no bigger than concussion at the moment so uh one of the real popular guys see let's have a listen to to uh what he said during the week it's not going to come as much as a surprise to anyone in the room that that i'm retiring um retiring is obviously inevitable um and for showy murph and was i'll use some examples so you can understand what that means it's inevitable like tex answering a question wrong in a meeting <laughs> like laird man going bald or Matt getting Ali to hide Sharon's in the cupboard so when he opens them they fall out and he can practice his touch. But <laughs> I just want to share a few moments that I had written down uh, in my gratitude journal um, that sort of encapsulate what we're trying to do here in the uh, prioritising others space. The first one was you, uh, Big Birda. Um, early days you were spending hours of your time researching different ways to help my concussion and my symptoms. <sighs> This resulted in him going to the markets to buy me a form of mushroom powder um, and delivering it to me um, to see if we could just help even just that 1%. As it wasn't batch tested, I could never take it. Uh, but now I'm retired, I can hook in. Texan, uh, half the time you're calling just to f***ing razz me up, um, but you're always calling to check how I am. Uh, the breakfast deliveries in hospital, uh, not once but twice by you and, you and your uh, beautiful wife, Ellie, um, yeah, it didn't go unnoticed. Then there's Maddie. Um, everyone needs a friend like Matt. I couldn't uh, possibly sum up what he has done for me. Uh, but in short, the calls, the texts, not just to me, but my wife, Alice. Then there's one um, uh, for the whole room. Uh, the couple of times that I came in to the rooms pre-game, you made me feel so special without even knowing. Every one of you come up with a smile and said hi and give me a hug. Oh, man. I go home exhausted, but fuck, I feel good. Oh. It'd be remiss of me if I didn't say a couple of thank yous. I'll start with the medical team. I was the only bloke without a medical degree to spend 15 hours a week in the doc slash physio rooms. I do owe a lot to everyone in that room especially Sess and Cookie, which I've had um, throughout my time here. Unfortunately, Cookie has touched more of my body than Alice has. <laughs> and it's not something that I'm proud of, but I'm extremely thankful for at the same time, mate. To all the coaches in the room, um, 
the past and the present ones. I want to say a special thanks to um, Pikey and Campo um, and Reedy and Haggis for their roles um, in getting me to the club. Um, I hated footy uh, before they convinced me to come here and, and I leave loving it more than I ever have. Um, to the staff at Adelaide and Collingwood, I've been so lucky to work with so many beautiful people. A big thank you um, to both the Adelaide and uh, Collingwood Football Club for allowing me this privilege. Last but not least, um, as I said before, Boo Boo and Cammy. Um, Al, you know, you've been everything to me. You've been my rock uh, and the most beautiful partner um, one could ask for. Uh, Cammy, timing is everything they say and you came when I need you most. Thanks again to everyone in this room. Hopefully I've given you something across the journey because I leave a better person for knowing you guys. Thank you. That was a retirement speech uh, from Paul Seedsman. Pretty emotional stuff, uh, what he's uh, been through over the past two or three years and what he's going to continue to go through. An ex-teammate of yours, Saucy, you would have uh, loved playing with him and I know you find it tough hearing uh, hearing those words. Yeah, absolutely, mate. He's, he was a real character and, a, once again, a real popular uh, locker room guy, as, as we've, we've touched on a few times. And I guess the thing that's the hardest hearing is that he feels like he's not his old self. Mm. Um, you can hear in there, he throws a lot of humor in there, but you know, then you hear he also gets really tired. And, you know, even if he comes into the room and sees the players pre-game, he's, he's tired after that. Like mm. it's pretty, it's pretty confronting hearing that because that, you know, you play footy, yeah. I'm still playing footy. And yeah. unfortunately for Cedo, he's, he's been able to get the support at, at AFL level, but you know, this goes right from AFL all the way through to juniors. That you know, we need to we need to take this seriously. And um, I guess until it's until it affects someone that's close to you, it's probably you know, it's just like oh, you'll be right, you'll get back playing footy. But mm. no, 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 this is this is a real thing. And to watch Cedo go through it, you know, firsthand has been really confronting. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the thing that touched home with me, as it would yourself, being a, a father of three daughters is becoming a dad you know that's yeah. sort of the most important thing that he wants to to move on with, with in his life and then hopefully get to work after that yeah it is and I guess that's a thing you know we see him run around on a weekend and play for the crows and you know unfortunately he's retired but you know what what is his next 30 40 years yeah. look like in the working space is he going to be capable to be able to work mm. you know these are the things that players are going through and, and I guess that's where the challenges come now but uh, mate, he's a, he's an absolute ripper. Um, especially being an, uh, obviously chair of the past players, mate. We'll keep him engaged and really popular fella. And look forward to him growing up a father and uh, doing some great things outside of footy. Well said, mate. Now our next guest is the uh, well. You've told me basically a comedian. Can, can you be one of the most popular people in a footy locker room but not actually be a player? Oh, this is incredible. We actually <laughs> played two hundred odd games in the Sandful for uh, Centrals in North Adelaide and eight games for the Adelaide Footy Club as well. But right now is the head physio. His name's Tim Cook and he joins us. G'day, Cookie. Tomo, how are you, mate? Mate, I'm well. I'm very, very well. Now, let's start um, with your footy, mate. Like I said, eight games in 1997-1998 and involved in the club now. It must mean so much to you. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a fair while since those years too, mate. Um, but yeah, it's been good to be involved. It's been eight years now as... One of the physios and trying to keep blokes like the guy sitting across the desk <laughs> up and about uh, has been good fun. Now, Cookie, um, you're you're an all-round sports and you played a lot of cricket as well growing up. But you played SANFL when obviously SANFL footy was was still you know 
real uh, real high standard. You had a lot of guys coming back from the AFL and all that sort of stuff, mate. You had uh, played in the grand final, unfortunately missed the the central um, success, but you must be proud of your SNFL career as well. Yeah, I guess when you start, you never sort of um, have goals to play X amount of games. You just keep playing while you're having some fun. So, yeah, to get over 200 was good. Um, but, yeah, we had some good times, a uh, bit unlucky. or yep. We probably didn't play real well grand final days when we had our chances. But, um, yeah, now I look back on it with some good memories, Sauce. Now, yeah, you, at the Crows, mate, you played uh, through 97 and 98. So you, you've picked the two years where we won the, both the premierships. So I'd imagine it'd be a hard team to break into. But it was a good experience being around, I guess, that, that time of the club because, I mean, it gets so much fanfare than the 97, 98 seasons at the club. Um, was it good to, to be a part of it? Yeah, I guess coming off 96, I think the club missed the finals that year, so you really weren't sure how we were going to go. And uh, I think we were one and four leading into round five or six in 97, and you're thinking, well, you know, we've got a bit of work to do here, and to end up winning the flag that year was pretty remarkable. And then you all know how hard it is to win one, so to win back-to-back was another good effort, uh, obviously. Um but then, you know, yourself, you've been through 2017, yeah. um, the, the disappointment of that. Um, you think, well, we'll have another crack next year. And uh, you, like I said, they're just so hard to win. You don't get another go at it. But, um, yeah, but no, good news. What about the, the physio type of uh, work that you're doing now, Cookie? When did you start that off, mate? Was that back in your, your playing days or did you uh, really focus on that once you'd retired? Yeah, I started that before electricity, Tomo. Um, <laughs> back before 90. No, um, I went through, uh, I was still playing at uh, Central's when I'd finished my degree, luckily. Yeah. Um, so when I got picked up, that was my first year of uh, getting the job, which was good because we always used to get paid. <laughs> um, but um, managed to combine a bit of part-time work um, with the with the crows training at that stage, which was good. Now, mate, uh, I, I, I made light at the start that you're you're a really popular um, club person. How, how much do you enjoy that sort of side of it? You know, that's probably one of the things I miss most around the player uh, as a player is you know you do your main session in the morning, you you do your weights, and then you sort of everyone's getting treatment, and you just sort of sit around and talk. Talk rubbish pretty much, isn't it, Cookie? But how much do you love that sort of side of it, being able to hang out with, with all the lads and, and have fun while you're, while you're working and doing the treatment? Oh, I don't think there's any working environment <laughs> like it, to be honest yeah. with you. As you know, like uh, a huge part of the job, it's very entertaining and there's not any day where you're not laughing your head off at some <laughs> stage with some of the shenanigans that goes on. Um, but, yeah, that, it's really enjoyable, mate. And as you know, it's a good place to be. No doubt you would have made some lifelong friendships, relationships throughout your time at the Adelaide Footy Club. And, uh, well, Paul Seedsman touched on that throughout the week. Unfortunately, Cookie has touched more of my body than Alice has. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not something that I'm proud of, but I'm extremely thankful for at the same time, mate. Now, Cookie, where are we at? Come on. (laughs) Yeah, I disagree with you (laughs) with that one, surely. Uh, Very uh, funny man, Cedo. Very emotional day, that one. and, uh, you know, it's great to see him still be able to throw some humour and, and to see him around the club, you sort of think he's going OK. But, um, you know, the poor lad, he's still got his challenges uh, almost on a daily basis. So, um, yeah, very emotional day. Um, but he got through that really well. It was great to see him. Um, you did say it's unique being in a footy club, but it's almost, I guess, another layer on that is, and I know it's not strictly your area is, is rehab, but... 
you know, you spend so much time with these guys, don't you? You know, ones that have been out for a long term. We're, we know we're going through it with Tom Duday and Nick Murray and, and those types, unfortunately, at the moment. But, you know, these guys work hand in hand with, you know, Duncan Kellaway and, and, and Timmy Parham, the rehab guys. And um, it is unique to spend so much time working so closely with, uh, with these guys. Yeah, we certainly form a pretty close bond. And like you said, Duncan, Tim Parham and big Josh Emanuel in yep. the gym, um, they spend a lot of time uh, one-on-one with these guys. And uh, it's pretty lonely space, rehab. Um, you probably never copped that sausage. No, you not, never not too much. Not too, fella. not too much. <laughs> well, like, you looked after your body extremely well, true professional. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, they um, we got some long termers now with the dudes Muzz, uh, Jones. He's had foot surgery. Uh, Zachy Taylor's had foot yeah. surgery. So Jordan Butts. So um, you get to know them pretty well. Um, a lot of them don't have family here as well, so you become a bit of a, a family figure for them too. But um, it's a certainly a good way to get to know them. Uh, always appreciate your insight and taking us inside the four walls for what you do, Cookie, and uh, congratulations on your career so far, and no doubt you'll dominate into the future. I uh, appreciate your guys having me on. It was uh, it's an absolute honour to be on this show, I'll tell you what. <laughs> it is, mate. All our guests feel that same way, so I appreciate you coming on. <laughs> nah, good stuff, man. Have a good day. Thanks, Thanks mate. Cookie. Done and dusted once again. I tell you what, you just keep on getting better and better, Saucy. Oh, it's a shame the year's coming to an end, Tom. Yeah, but, I know. Uh, mate, great show. Uh, found, found the uh, James Borlase chat. That was my, a real highlight of I mine. I like him. Yeah, he's a ripper. He comes mm. from, a, obviously, an outstanding family. Very interesting family. You don't t- meet too many people born in Egypt. No, not at all. No. And he sort of skimmed over it in the grew, conversation. Oh, I know. He grew he? up in the pyramids. Yeah, that's <laughs> quite extraordinary. Grew up grew up building pyramids yeah. in Egypt. So, And also we had Tim Cook on, the head physio of the Adelaide Footy Club. He would have been a character down there in your yeah, time, Saucy. Ab- absolute legend. It was great to hear from him. And then obviously touching on the Cedo stuff and, and saying thanks to members. So uh, next week against West Coast, mate, uh, another big game. We look forward to, to the show again. A big game there, mate. And hopefully we can get it done and uh, finish off the year with an absolute bang. I'll see you next week, bro. See you then, mate.